0: Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral Podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and your mind. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Kids tend to ask a lot of questions, don't they? They're curious and there's so much for them to discover and usually they have no problem asking questions, at least in our house. A couple of questions that were being battered around this week. If it takes 48 days for lily pads to cover a pond and they double their coverage each day, how many days does it take them to cover half the pond? Grade 7 math question, unless you were wondering. What's the difference between AM and FM radio? And one that Felicity asked last night if milk comes from cows and you make butter by mixing milk really hard, how do you make ice cream? Thank goodness for Google. Grown ups, on the other hand, can be more reticent, can't we? Questions. I've heard it said that the only dumb questions are the ones we don't ask or the ones that we may be too scared to ask. This morning, the disciples have questions. Only they're too scared to ask those questions. So just a quick catch up in terms of where we are in Mark's gospel. You may recall that we're into the second half of Mark's gospel. Jesus is now heading south for Jerusalem, aware of all that's going to happen him there. Betrayal, interrogation, torture, execution, and of course resurrection. Now his focus, as he's traveling south to Jerusalem, is on teaching his disciples. Now since last week, Jesus has been busy. Last week you may recall Peter named Jesus as the Messiah, even if Peter had no idea what being the Messiah entailed. Busy. Jesus has been transfigured on a mountain with Peter, James, and John. Busy. He's also healed a young guy with an unclean spirit when his disciples weren't up to it. So now he's traveling incognito through Galilee, keeping a, a low profile. And that's because he wants to focus on instructing his disciples who just don't seem to get it. There's this pattern that repeats itself through Mark's gospel. It goes something like this. Jesus predicts that he's going to suffer and die and rise again. Disciples have no idea what he's talking about. So then Jesus teaches his disciples a little bit about what it means to be his follower. Three times this happens. We had the first go-round last week. We've got another go-round this week. And again, what Jesus is teaching them goes right over their heads. Only this week, we get to hear that the disciples were too scared to ask. So Jesus waits. He waits until all the disciples are together in a house in Capernaum. And believe me, whenever Jesus ends up inside a house along with his disciples, we can be pretty sure there's some high-octane teaching coming along. Jesus waits until they're all inside together. Hmm, Jesus ponders. Care to let me in on what you guys were scrapping about amongst yourselves back there? And there's silence. 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 Silence because those disciples had been locking antlers over their pecking order. Who's better than whom? And bear in mind that this jockeying for position comes right on the heels of Jesus explaining to, to them a second time what his game is about. He repeats, the Son of Man is about to be betrayed to some people who want nothing to do with God. They will murder him, and three days after there's murder, he will rise again. And just like the first time, the disciples just don't get it. So instead, they start getting rammy with each other over who's top dog. They just don't understand. But not only do they not understand what Jesus is talking about, they are afraid to ask. And because they are too scared to question Jesus, they start arguing. Now, there are probably all sorts of reasons why they don't ask. I mean, I can think back to applied maths in high school. Who wanted to look dumb by asking a question in front of everybody else, even if everyone else was just as confused as I was? And then again, perhaps the disciples have kind of lost confidence after getting it wrong a bunch of times before. Perhaps they're frightened they're going to get the same sort of tongue lashing from Jesus that Peter got last week when he challenged Jesus' take on being Messiah. Or perhaps at some level they do understand what Jesus is saying about suffering and dying. And they're scared. They're scared what it might mean for them. Something they don't want to face. But whatever the reason, whatever the reason that they don't understand, they say nothing. They're afraid to ask. And in failing to ask, they start scrapping about their status probably one of the lowest points in their track record with jesus questions are good questions are important questions are necessary Albert Einstein is reported to have said, "If I had one hour to solve a problem and my life depended on the solution, I would spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask, For once I know the proper question, I could solve the problem in less than five minutes." You know, sometimes I wonder. I wonder whether we don't ask our questions about our faith, not only because we don't want to look stupid, I wonder if we don't ask questions because we think questions are a sign of doubt, and doubt's the opposite of faith. If we're asking questions, you know, we don't really believe. Well, as Christians, please, if you hear nothing else from me this morning, hear that our questions do not signal doubt. We understand questions as a mark of curiosity, of a desire to go deeper. Questions are good. It's from the soil of doubt and questioning that real faith can start to grow. It's certainty that doesn't admit doubt. And Jesus grows our faith and not our certainty. Questions can be our friends. And you and I are going to have questions even if we pretend we don't. Mystery lies at the heart of our faith. I mean, why is it? Why is it that so many innocent people are suffering and dying in this pandemic? How is it that human beings can continue to commit such appalling atrocities against each other. What's going to happen to our planet? And if God's own son got betrayed and then nailed, who's safe? What kind of world has God set up? We all have questions good questions, hard questions. And what we discover this morning is what can happen when we don't ask our questions. The disciples sidestep the questions they had but didn't want to ask. And in sidestepping those questions, they end up squabbling, squabbling amongst themselves about stuff that is diametrically opposed to what Jesus is trying to teach them. Can't help wondering, can't help wondering what might have happened if the disciples had realised that Jesus wanted their questions. That there was nothing more that Jesus desired than to share their confusion, their doubts, their struggles. He wanted to know. So that he could help them understand his teaching and through that draw them closer to God. I wonder I wonder what sort of conversation might have followed. And I wonder, I wonder what sort of impact that conversation might have had on their relationship with him. To conclude then. Just, we we get a sense of Jesus' openness to questions this morning when he brings a child into their midst. child who doesn't get it, but is not afraid to ask. You guys want to talk about greatness? Jesus says, here I'll show you greatness. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me, welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. A child. One who doesn't have all the answers. One who's still struggling to understand. One who's still maturing, still developing. One who asks questions. And lots of them, and all the time, if they're anything like our two. So, here's what I want you to do this week. Sometime, please write down just one question. One question. Whether it's on a piece of paper which you can leave in the offertory plate next week or whether it's in an email to Alison. Just write down one question about your faith, about the Bible, about God. And please remember that just as we give God our time and our talent and our treasure, so we give God with just as much gratitude our questions, our doubts, our struggles. There's nothing to fear with our questions, our curiosity, our misunderstandings, in the presence of the one whose perfect love casts out all fear. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ's Church Cathedral. Our original theme and audio engineering are done by Eduardo Farias. For more information, go to cathedralhamilton.ca. We hope you would join us again soon. Have a blessed day.